Hey there, this is Harriet McClance. And ladies, I wanted to talk to you this morning. So many of you are trying to figure out which way to go in your relationship. And I want you to listen to an article that came in about a woman who was diagnosed with cancer and the issue that she encountered with her husband. And we'll talk about this when I'm done reading it. Dear Abby, I have wanted to write you for years, but my ex-husband thought it was ridiculous. We were married 29 years and rarely argued, which led to me to believe we had a great marriage. Then 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I had a mastectomy and was on chemotherapy for a year. Shortly after the mastectomy, we went on vacation and my husband began verbally abusing me. He even slapped me. When the chemo caused me to lose my appetite, he told me if I wasn't going to eat, I shouldn't bother coming to dinner because he didn't like me being the one who got all the attention. Believe me, I was not seeking attention. Nine years ago, he announced he was filing for a divorce because my health was a deal breaker and sickness and in health was off the table. The one time I needed his support, I found myself alone. I looked up statistics and saw that 80% of men walk out when their wife is ill. It made me sick. The entire time I was going through hell, he was on dating sites looking for a healthy partner. Ignoring the pain and suffering I was experiencing with not a care in the world other than preventing his various girlfriends from knowing about each other. My advice to other women is be sure you put aside a nest egg as insurance to get you through life without your partner. I was married for 29 years to a complete stranger, a selfish jerk of a man, and I am determined to keep going, if only to spite him. Survivor in California. Dear Survivor, your suggestion to put money aside in case of emergencies is a good one for all women, not just those who might be diagnosed with a life-threatening illness. However, I'm pretty sure the statistic you quoted about the number of men who leave their wives when the going gets tough may be off the mark. Although desertion has been known to happen, nowhere near 80% of men are selfish, abusive cats like the one you married. While I don't blame you for being angry for your own sake, please don't let spite be your only reason for living. What a waste of time that would be. So, ladies, this was a heck of an article to me because I, I, I thought about what the lady said. She was diagnosed and she was expecting the one time that she needed a spouse. He wasn't there for her. One of the reasons why I advocate for ladies to have a source of income is because money gives you options. Money provide you with options. And opportunities for yourself. When you put your financial future in the hands of somebody else, you are treading on some very thin ice. I don't know what it is that you're good at doing, but ladies, I understand that sometime after you have a child and you have to be at home, but you should find a way to earn an income when you're at home. Because you never know what's going to happen. And you can't operate in fear. This is just more security to take care of you 
But if you ever, never have to worry about it, that's just more money that's set aside for you to use for your whole family. Now, I'm not telling you to be sneaky or anything like that, because everything that, my, that I have, my husband knows about it. I don't hide it. I don't even hide the fact that I save a little piece of change from time to time. I don't. And so, ladies, if you're in a situation with a spouse that you can't trust, you're in a situation where, you know, if something went down, your spouse would not have your back. That's all the reason why you need to make sure, number one, you take care of your spiritual health. Number two, you take care of your physical health. And we're not even going to go there with your mental health. You've got to take care of yourself because at the end of the day, it's you and the good Lord. So, ladies, I'm so sorry. Those of you who may be have been disappointed by your husbands for whatever reason. But remember, you don't have to keep praying that God will give your husband everything that he needs so that he can take care of you. You pray that God will also provide you with all that you need. In the event that you have to roll and carry the load yourself. Because so many of you are carrying the load. You're, you're, you're dealing with illness and you're going to work every day and you're taking care of your kids and you're putting up with a husband that's not acting right. So ladies, we have got to learn how to take better care of ourselves. And that ensure that in, that includes having our insurance in place. You know, knowing that we uh, are working somewhere where we can have great health insurance, using our health insurance, dental, eye care, just taking care of ourselves. It goes beyond getting your hair done. If you've gotten your hair done this past year and you haven't gone in for your women's health exam, shame on you. You need to try to schedule that thing. That's to take care of you. If you wake up every morning and you fix breakfast for everybody else in the house and then you don't have anything, you don't even eat a banana, shame on you. If you're not drinking enough water, but you're making sure that everybody else is okay, shame on you. That's not the way God intended us to be, ladies. Loving others doesn't mean continuing to die and and, and allow ourselves to deteriorate. Now, this article was a lot. There's a whole lot more that I could say about it. But I wanted to read it to you all so that you can have some perspective about a woman who was in a marriage for 29 years. So, ladies, take care of yourself. Take care of your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health. And that's why I advocate for it, because some of you, you're disheartened. You're getting frustrated. You get overwhelmed. And you think that because your husband is paying all the bills that everything is all always OK. No, you need some extra money. You need your money, too. You need to be able to add some financial currency in, too. I'm not trying to devalue women who sit at home and take care of their children because that's a job. But one thing money does, it provides you with options. I don't like to clean the house. I don't like all that work. So I try to make sure that I earn the income that I need. So that I can pay somebody else to take care of this house. And I have more freedom to spend time sitting on the porch drinking my sherbet and ginger ale. Ladies, money provides you with options. It's not comfortable. It's not easy. Sometimes you're going to be tired. You're going to be worn out. You, you, everybody's got to put up with something if they're trying to bring in an income so that they can get ahead. And sometimes you got to do what you, what you can until you can do what you want. That's just the way it is. Sometimes you're going to have to work jobs that you're not proud of. 
Sometimes you're going to have to, you know, put in place measures so that you can free yourself up to go to school or whatever it is that you need to do. But do something because there are so many women who get angry and they say, you know, I gave that man 20 years of my life. He didn't ask you for 20 years of your life. He didn't tell you to wait on him hand and foot. You decided to do that. You put your financial future in that man's hands. And now he's walking off with Bernice. I'm not saying that's the case in in all situations. And you're not planning for failure. But honey, you need to know that you've got some income, that you've got a means to take care of yourself in the event that you have to uh, be the captain of the ship. 